Hello and welcome back to Crawford Insights, the podcast where we take a recent post from the Crawford Investment Council blog and review it with the author. I'm your host, Tom Bueller, Portfolio Manager here at Crawford, and today we'll be discussing Watching and Waiting with John Crawford IV. Welcome back and thanks for joining us again, John. Thanks, Tom. Glad to be here. Last year, we started out talking about the theme of uncertainty as there was a lot of change occurring, but it was unclear what impact all of that would have. As we got some better visibility, we began focusing on the theme of pendulum shifts, and you actually joined us for a podcast on that topic. Now at the beginning of 2023, the theme has evolved to watching and waiting. My understanding is the theme of watching and waiting means you are monitoring the economy and waiting on Fed policy to work, which means slowing down the overall economic activity and reducing inflationary pressure. Does this imply that Crawford's research teams are not taking much action or on hold right now? Well, Tom, actually, to the contrary, we're actively re-underwriting every stock in the portfolio in addition to candidates for purchase. We are scrutinizing the balance sheets. We're looking for companies that can perform irrespective of the economic environment. And so we're really doubling down on our research efforts and looking for really quality in the investments that we're making and that we already own. The focus on quality seems appropriate, but what does quality in investing actually mean? Quality is one of those characteristics that seems pretty subjective. Yeah, it's absolutely subjective. When it comes to investing, most people really use three primary indicators of quality. There's earnings consistency, there's balance sheet strength, and there's overall profitability. Those are certainly three key indicators of quality that we utilize to make our assessments. The dividend is a really good indicator of quality and a window into quality. Typically, companies that pay dividends have high profitability, they have low earnings variability, and they have strong balance sheets. So it's a really good place to start. But quality is definitely subjective. It's something we all aspire to in most aspects of our life. And certainly in the investment world, we think it's a critical element and an important factor that influences both return and risk. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on the economy right now. And some people are talking about the possibility of recession. Is that something that we at Crawford think is likely to come? Well, we're not predicting a recession. I think it's important to note that our investment posture and our policy is not based on an expectation for a recession or or not for a recession. We tend to invest more on a bottom-up basis, which means we're analyzing individual companies and looking for businesses that can perform irrespective of the economic backdrop. While we're not predicting a recession, we're certainly preparing the portfolio for the possibility of one. And so what this involves is, again, identifying companies that can demonstrate a high level of consistency, predictability, and profitability. The theme that we've been talking about is watching and waiting. What specifically are you watching right now? We're watching corporate earnings reports, we're watching interest rates, we're watching trends in employment, and we're listening to company-specific commentary. A lot of the businesses, as they report their fourth quarter earnings, they're issuing guidance for the calendar year, and so that's a good window into what's going to be taking place, or at least what the companies expect to be taking place. We're watching wages very carefully because wage growth is typically a really good indicator of overall inflationary pressures. As you evaluate companies and look at the overall market, what are your main takeaways on the environment as we look ahead? Well, with the Fed raising rates in an effort to slow down the economy, I think you have to assume that backdrop is going to be more subdued. And so a lower level of overall growth in the broad economy suggests a lower level of overall growth in corporate profits. And so if corporate profits are growing at a slower rate, then stock prices probably aren't going to be going up as fast as they did in, say, the 10 years ended 2021. 
We're looking at a slower growth economy. We're looking at a more restrictive Federal Reserve. And so this all implies a lower level of overall returns from the stock market. It doesn't mean they'll be negative, but it means they probably won't be as robust as we've been accustomed to over the recent past. So if we're potentially entering a period of more pedestrian-type returns, how do you think Crawford strategies will perform in that environment? On a relative basis, I'm confident that they'll perform quite well. Our experience through the years has been that when the market has a lower overall level of returns, not necessarily negative, but lower than average, our value add tends to be quite a bit higher. We did a piece called Alpha When You Need It Most, which dovetails with this answer very well in that our strategies tend to outperform when there's a lack of return. And then when there's a lot of return, like there was in the 2012 to 2020 type period, we tend to participate, but maybe don't distinguish ourselves. So in summary, I think we'll provide very strong relative returns and the setup is quite good for Crawford looking ahead. You mentioned wages earlier and the fact that they've been rising. Isn't that a good thing? Well, it is a good thing. And we did a piece on the corporate juggernaut a year or two ago, which explained how corporates had been the beneficiaries of modest wage growth, particularly across the lower end of the earning scale. More recently, the lower end and entry-level worker compensation has gone up at a faster rate than the higher end. So that's a reversal from what we've seen. It is a good thing in terms of purchasing power and the ability of consumers to continue to drive our economy forward. It does impact corporate profit margins. And as wages go up, it does increase consumers' propensity to consume and has somewhat of a reinforcing impact on the overall level of inflation. How long do you expect to be in this watching and waiting posture? We think we'll be in this posture for some time. Monetary policy works with a lag, and so we haven't yet felt the full effects. The Fed is still tightening policy, and so we think we'll be in this posture for some time to come, probably at least the better part of 2023. What outcome are you hoping for at the end of all of this? Well, certainly we're hoping, like most, for a soft landing, which would imply that GDP comes down, the overall level of economic growth moderates, and in the process, inflationary pressures subside, and that allows the Federal Reserve to ultimately ease policy and the economy to get through this without a recession. Thanks, John. This was an interesting discussion and one that we'll probably revisit over the coming months as we continue to follow the economy. Hopefully, we'll see some additional written reports on this, or you can join us down the road for another discussion on the topic. That's our show for today. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to check out our article, Watching and Waiting, on our website at insights.crawfordinvestment.com forward slash perspectives. Subscribe to the Perspectives blog while you're there, and be sure to join us for another episode next month.